When you discovered the law of attraction, you started to believe anything was possible. Life got better, much better. Now you want more, but it's not working. That's where the Manifest It Now show comes in. If you've been waiting for someone who can teach you the practical application to manifest quicker and easier while having more, turn the volume up because the dynamic duo, Cassie Parks and Ginny Gain, are ready to teach you how to live the law of attraction like they do. It's time to laugh and learn. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Manifest It Now. I'm here with Cassie Parks. And I'm here with Ginny Gain. And our topic for today is how your beliefs might be limiting your ability to manifest. This is going to be a good one. Yeah, it's really core to all of manifesting. How A, how your beliefs play a role and what that looks like, how that shows up in your life. So we're going to get into that. Awesome. But Cass, what are you excited about? I am excited about how much I love my life. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, like I was I was thinking about it. I, I dropped my niece off to my sister today so that we could record. And um, I was just thinking about like just when I, you know, got home, I was like, man, just like I love my life. I love the way it flows. I love the extra money that's flowing in. I love the opportunities. I love the shifts and growth that have happened in my business this week. Just seeing mm-hmm. stuff, you know, and what I love about it is it's so easy like it's mm-hmm. like oh okay there's the answer and oh okay like set that up now and here's it's just easy yeah so you're connected to that flow absolutely and even though there's decisions and things that take um i don't want to say effort but conscious attention it's it's still easy yeah and what I will yeah. say, I mean, and I know this and I think I, you know, I definitely knew it to be true, but, um, you know, sometimes Jenny and I won't speak for Jenny, but I still like, just cause I know it, just cause I know it's my future self, just cause I know it's the decision doesn't always mean like, if it doesn't feel good, I don't just like do it, you know? And I don't mean doesn't feel good in like a, like some things you have to do to grow don't feel good. And Um, sometimes I even, I put off some of those decisions or whatever, but you know, I made one a couple weeks ago and I can just see all of the opening and I can see the response for the universe that like, that was a great choice and Mm. it's so fun. It's it like, and it just everything I, I knew when I made that choice, like everything would get bigger, but it's still like. I don't know if you still get to this place, Jen, but like, it's still like, uh, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not ready. I don't want to. It doesn't feel good. This is uncomfortable. Um, certain decisions and certain things. And even though I know it's going to get better, like you don't know what's on the, you don't know what's going to get better. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's just like, you still have to trust even when you've been doing this for a really long time. And it's still fun for me to go through the process and to experience that. Yeah, I'm a big believer that we don't ever uh, stop going through the process. Mm-hmm. And that going through the process is consciously with awareness is the fun part. Like we're here to be creators. We're not here to ever get it done. I was thinking this thought today or today, this week, earlier this week, about how we don't ever get to stop being deliberate. Like that's right. why we're here. 
so so even when you when you learn this manifesting thing and you learn how to focus your thoughts and you're learning how to own your power and all these things and and be your future self that doesn't <laughs> we don't it doesn't ever end you just not like okay i've got my degree in manifesting and i can just you know do whatever i want think about whatever i want because that's not how it works so i liked remembering that i was reminding one of my clients about that um, because it's fun that that's the part of our purpose here is to be deliberate and and watch your desires come into reality yes oh and mm-hmm. it is so fun yeah it gets I more fun it. i think part of, it gets more fun the easier it gets it gets easier the more you practice it and pay attention just like we say so absolutely yeah um, it's one of the things I'm excited about too, is I was saying last night to Lisa, I kind of, I didn't really expect this, but I've been noticing that I am letting go of little things that may have bothered me in the past quicker. Like I'm not, mm. I'm not holding on to them. And it's been a while since I've observed kind of like that kind of growth in myself because I'm pretty easygoing and pretty aware and so to feel another level of that is super exciting like there's just a couple things Lisa has said my mom has said uh, something with a friend and I can be very sensitive depending on where I'm at and those things in the past would have like I would have bothered me but I just I observed the feeling like observed my reaction and then but there was nothing to change. I'm like, oh, I, I was, I just, I was light. I didn't take it. I didn't carry it on. And I think that's one of those, which then A, makes my whole day easier and allows mm-hmm. me to feel good more often easier. But I think this is one of the things that comes from like over time, the consistency of practice. It's not such a direct, hey, I meditated and so I had a better day. It's like, okay, it's been practicing this consistently, the awareness of this, and then choosing to let go of that and choosing to focus here, that eventually it becomes natural and you all of a sudden notice, oh, I didn't hold that. Like, I feel light that that didn't like get me at all, didn't trigger Mm -hmm. me at all. And um, so that feels exciting to have that awareness of that that new level in a way. That's fun. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, and there was no so efforting. I think the ex- really exciting yes. part, there was no effort to that. I mean, probably at some point there was. <laughs> right. Well, I was just about to say, like, let's just, so that we clarify for our listeners, like, when you say there was no efforting, what do you mean? I know what you mean, and so, I want to h- hear it, too. Yeah. So at the beginning, when you're learning to let go of these things, there's some efforting in terms of, like, okay, I'm going – I want to release this. I want to feel this way about this. I want to think, tell this story instead. And that takes some efforting when you have, you know, some momentum going the other way. But what I just realized is like, now this is easy. Now I've done that enough times that there's no effort. Yeah. It's almost like instantaneous. Like, oh, yeah. like, yeah. Ooh, I love that. I just got goosebumps. Is that how you would say it too? Yeah, is that yeah, like the yeah. the putting the effort or putting the energy in to become aware and shift it and then all of a sudden it becomes automatic. You know? Yes. And and yeah. oh, this is 
oh yeah, I don't, I don't need to pay attention to that anymore. Right. If it's the things that we're letting Mm -hmm. go all of a sudden, it's just like, oh, that doesn't, it's not that it doesn't matter. It's just that I don't need it to matter. Yeah. You're not attached to it. I hear my, it's one of the things we celebrate big time. Um, in skills camp, because when there's a time when you will notice yourself have a reaction, have a a naturally easy reaction or happy reaction to something Mm -hmm. that would have got you in the past. And that's always evidence that of the growth of the shifting. I love it. Yeah. All right. So where do you want to get into our topic today? Maybe I'll Um, start with one of those stories. That's what I was going to suggest. Okay, cool. So um, it kind of came up this topic because Lisa was sharing how she was having a conversation at work. So just a reminder of the topic, um, like how your beliefs get in get in your way of manifesting. And so someone was having a or she was having a conversation at work with someone, and they had come to her. She had is known to be very healthy and athletic, and that's you know how people see her and someone came to her asking her advice on health or something. And what they said was, you know, blah, 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 though I know you look down on walkers. And Lisa was like, wait, what? I walk every day. I do not look <laughs> down on walkers, you know? Yeah. Um, and and so she even said that. She said, she responded like, hey, that's actually, that's not... I love walking and I do, I, I feel great about anyone who's taking activity and walking. Right. I don't have a judgment about it. And so, and, and Lisa was trying to explain to me how like that, you know, that's so interesting. And I was like, yeah, because he can't, that is how he sees you and mm-hmm. you cannot say or do anything to change his mind. It doesn't matter because he's holding that belief about who you are. Um, so she commented, like, I even responded back and he didn't seem to get it. And so Mm. I think this is such a important thing to remember when we're communicating with people because, because he holds a belief or everybody in the whole world holds beliefs, say about a situation, about a subject, about a person. And it's, it's their belief that is dictating their actions, their responses, and the, their judgments and everything like that. So, I mean, if that hurt Lisa's feelings at all, because I think this comes up when people will say something to us and then it hurts our feelings, like, hey, that's not who I am or that's mm-hmm. not what I think or anything like that. It goes against who we believe or who we want to be. Then you're taking that on. And you can see through this example that it literally has nothing to do with Lisa. Like she doesn't have the power to change this person's mind, nor like, I mean, maybe she could, but why? Like there's no point in efforting that. Right. It'd be a lot of energy. And so remembering this when we're communicating with other people or when someone you you feel hurt I think this is the biggest place it comes somebody says something that hurts your feelings and you're like oh yeah that actually isn't about me it's whatever's going on inside them mm-hmm. oh so many things to say about here because I want to go back even to the beginning because I want to talk about yeah both sides of this as in when you get your feelings hurt and then I also want to talk about the other side of like 
being that person and how checking yourself on your own beliefs can um, elevate or how you're sort of laying your beliefs in a generalized way. Um, But yeah, so, oh man, I lost my point. So it can, when it hurts, it is important to know like if it's not about you, like, and you get to evaluate and say, is this true? Mm-hmm. Um, and do I want to invest? That's a key step, right? That is yes. a key step. Understanding, is this true for me? Mm-hmm. Because they can't see it differently. Like Lisa could talk to this guy. She could probably go walking with him, but this, mm-hmm. until he's ready to let go. And that's what I mean. It would be a lot of effort and it probably wouldn't stick. And this goes mm-hmm. a little bit back to some of the things we touched on in the comfort zone episode is that, you know, um, you know, when we do it on our own, it changes quicker than when someone else is trying to get us to do it. And it sticks when it's us. So it's a lot of energy. And a lot of people put a lot of energy into trying to get someone else to see them a certain way. See them the way, get other people to see us the way we want to. Wait, yes. the way we want them to. Yeah. If, and the way that we see you ourselves. Are doing that. Yes. That's a great point. That's a great clarification. And just, it is okay that other people see you differently than you see yourself. Yeah. You get to choose that. And you get to choose who you really are. And what sort of, what you answer to, like, um, I'm trying to find the way to say it. But like, you who you answer to, which is like yourself, right? Like what's important to you, right? So mm-hmm. just a Another example that kind of popped up into my mind is maybe somebody who's, um, maybe somebody who's like not on time a lot, right? Or mm-hmm. I don't know if this is the best example I want to use, but just like you get to check in with you, like maybe it's really important to you that you like you go with the flow, but some people are really rigid, right? Mm-hmm. Or um, and this easily people could turn this around to be like, oh, that person is disrespecting me. But, like, if you followed what you did in your life, like, and, and someone tells you, like, oh, I feel it's disrespectful when you don't show up, like, then it's your choice, like, do I want to do that? Like, or mm-hmm. am I okay with that? And I want to honor this about myself that I just kind of go with the flow and, like, my time is is loose five or ten minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think of a better example of that. But it's it's who you want to, like, it's, it's who you want to be, right? Were you checking yeah. into yourself? So, um, and you get to be that person, whether someone sees you that way or not, because they're going to see you through their lens. Yeah. One of my favorite quotes to share with my, my students is how like people are going to judge you no matter what you do. So <laughs> yes. you might as well do what you want to do. And this, it really stuck with me. Um, a lot because I'm like, you're right. Like people Mm -hmm. have shared opinions of me when I've been doing what they wanted and shared opinions about me when I'm not doing what they wanted, but, but it doesn't matter what I'm doing, you know? And so if it doesn't, if it's not going to, if what I do isn't going to change how they see me, then I'm going to do what is more comfortable for me. I'm going to honor what's important to me. And so I think that's, really what we're talking about is like you understanding what's important to you so you can act from that place and being less concerned about how other people see you more concerned about how you are seeing yourself Mm -hmm. and making that your focus 
how you're seeing you and how you're honoring that, right? Yeah. Uh, Because I think that's just as important as how you see is like instead of putting the energy in like, oh, I'm going to try and convince them to see who I know I am, like put the energy into seeing yourself and honoring that, which Mm -hmm. honoring that means not trying to convince someone else that you're different. Mm. It's so true. It's honoring to both of you, right? Like, Mm -hmm. and I would, I would uh, make the argument or I would make the statement because it's my belief that by Lisa letting him just have that and not trying to change him, that um, he's probably going to change quicker than if she tried to do. Because like now it's like a little bit of information that can kind of get in and he can process his brain can take it in the back instead of somebody like, no, I'm like this. I believe in walkers because then he has to, um, he has to, uh, I can't, the right word isn't coming to me, but he has to get through like, because what the, what he's done and what I want to go back to a little bit is he he's put all fit people look down on walkers some sort of version of that so that's the belief that's underneath there yeah lisa is Mm -hmm. fit that walking is less than other things (laughs) and as judged by fit people right yes like fit people look down on walkers they judge it as less than and lisa is a fit person so she looks down on walking automatically right Right. Right. And so there's this whole belief up top that has nothing to do with Lisa. She just happens to be a fit person in his mind. She meets that qualification. And so she automatically gets that belief attached to it. And by um, and so that's really important to look at our beliefs, too, is not just is like at that higher level. And so when he does that, if Lisa tries to change that, one of the reasons it's going to be a lot of energy and work is because he believes it about all fit people. And so right. it's really it's not hard. just about her. Right. Like going to yeah. a core belief. <laughs> yeah. So that is like, that's a lot of work to undo, which is why it'd be better just to be like, no, I love walking and just continue doing her life. Right. Right. Which is, of course and when you think does. about, yeah. And to explain it in like that, the vibrational terms of what's going on under there, if she's coming from this place of, I have to prove, I have to change his opinion, change his mind. Um, it's very resistant, right? Mm-hmm. He already has a resistant idea about it. Like that doesn't feel good to him that I'm looked down upon by fit people or whatnot. And then she's adding more resistance to that with like the got to push against what he is saying. None of that is allowing. And so also I think it's hilarious because Lisa literally said to me when I said we were going to record, she's like, I feel like I'm the third person on this podcast. She's like, like, are are your listeners tired of hearing about me? I feel feel like maybe I should come on and say some other things. And I'm like, yes, we're going to have you on the podcast. That's awesome. Yeah, I know. So... One of the, so this, we've talked about it a lot in the ways of like when you're having an interaction with another person and understanding, Mm -hmm. even the awareness that this person is always and can only ever come from their perspective. And that, Mm -hmm. I mean, 99, I'm going to just going to say 100% of the time, it's going to be different than yours because no person lives the same life as you. So we cannot have the same perspective. And that's okay. I just think that's such an important 
part to communicate is that we are not meant to see things the same. We are meant to have diverse views. We're meant to have different lenses. Um, And the more we honor that and give space for that, the easier our communication, the more respectful, the more open, the more allowing all of our connections are going to be. Yes. And we are, um, as you're saying this, this, we're meant to have experiences with each other, not convince each other to be like us. Yes. So if you find yourself in a situation like this, like invite someone into an experience and maybe they say no, right? But if you're Mm -hmm. wanting to open more or just wanting, you know, whatever, like invite an experience instead of Give an example of that, Cass. Just like this with this coworker, Lisa could just at lunch be like, hey, do you want to go for a walk? And right. Like, you know, like I'm going to invite you into an experience. And the answer can be yes, it can be no, but I'm inviting you to an experience. I'm not trying to change your mind. And I'm not going to talk, you know, yeah. she's not going to talk the whole walk about, talk see, like I'm in, I'm into walking. Like, no, it's just inviting into an experience. And right. very often if we would find, because experience is what changes us. Talking doesn't mm-hmm. generally change us. Unless Words you're, do not teach, guys. Right. <laughs> um, and so if you, if you find yourself in any situation with someone and first of all, be okay with the way they see you. But if you, what you really want under like the way that they see you is probably more connection because we are humans and we want connection. And so mm-hmm. if that is what you want, like stop focusing on what they're saying or what they believe or their lens or how they view you and invite them into an experience. Maybe they say yes, maybe they say no, but then you're also creating the energy and momentum into experiences with other human beings instead of being focused Mm -hmm. on the way people see you. Right. And you're creating more of what you want, more connection. Mm Mm-hmm. I think it's really powerful and you said it really casually, but it's like its own life lesson in itself is just be okay with how other people see you is quite major. (laughs) But I think having like, if you can get to this point or if you're open to this or you're working towards this, that place of I'm okay with how other people see me. you're not you're gonna have so much more ease in your life you're gonna have this is a step this is a part of confidence of true confidence is because we're not trying to control how other people see us is we're trying we give them freedom to see us how they want to or choose to or based on their life but it's so freeing for us and I think it was I don't know about you Cass but it was definitely something I deliberately made peace with along my coaching path because Mm. what I believe is all out there in the world and and my image is all out there in the world. And so I've had to make peace with this a million times over, uh, or I wouldn't be able to be my authentic self. I think that's an essential part of it. Me too. Yeah. And it was um, interesting that we picked this topic or it came up today because just a couple days ago, or maybe even this morning, I was thinking about this I don't know why probably because of this show it popped into this I got this email one time and um, it was when I was doing an offer two years ago and I remember I was getting ready to leave my um, brother's house to go to my parents beach house for the week and I sent out this email and I accidentally sent it to the wrong I don't know what I did I did something wrong and so I sent a follow-up email and one of the emails I got back was it was scathing like you're like 
it was like, oh, I'm sure you sent it out accidentally and you're headed to the beach. There's no beaches in Colorado. And maybe I should call the IRS and the Better Business Bureau so they know about you. And I'm like, do you think I don't wow. pay my taxes? Like, I was just like, okay. Like, and I was like, this is this person, right? But I was like, mm-hmm. okay, none of this is true, right? Like, is any of this true? Like, I'm not in Colorado. I'm not going to a beach in Colorado. But there are lake beaches, for the record. Um, Mm -hmm. but it was just like, none of this is true. And so, yeah, I've had to do it because my beliefs out there, but also because the more people you expose yourself to, the more people find you, um, Mm -hmm. you can open up for an even bigger world. Right. And so you have to be, those don't happen very often. Like, I don't think I've gotten one in two years, but it was just so like, oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, but yeah. but again, I go through that, like, that's your lens. Your lens, that person's lens looks something like everyone is trying to screw you. People are lying to me. There's no way to have a happy life. And I can't fix mm-hmm. that. There's no, yeah. you know, like, I can send them love. I can evaluate myself and be like, is this me? Nope. And I can send them some yeah. love. But I am never going to fix that person because or have that person see me differently and they don't need to be fixed. Um, because they have to want something different. And when they Mm -hmm. do, if they, you know, find their way back, great. If not, whatever. But I can't change them. No no amount of words would ever change them. No amount of like, but look at what I do, or look at what I do, or like, you know, or sending them a picture that I'm actually going to the beat. Like, none of that Mm -hmm. matters. And that kind of trying to validate yourself through external examples like if Cass mm-hmm. was to say but look at all these people I help but look at my program but look I do go to a beach but I am whatever they were complaining about um there that's all external and that even if that person then came to say oh you're right that is a very temporary satisfaction for Cass mm-hmm. because that's not where that feeling comes from it comes right. from inside and within you you have to know within yourself that this is who I am and this is what's important to me and nothing outside of you will ever give you that fulfillment no matter how many people confirm what you're trying to prove it is always only temporary we're getting into like way I know but I think it all kind of ties in um to this very you know with very simple examples in life often take us to other places and um, kind of my wrap up point since you brought up proving right like when we're proving if we're always from a law of attraction standpoint if you are trying to prove to anyone you are always going to attract more people that you have to prove yourself to mm-hmm. because if it's if you're my, like I'm going to prove to so and so I can do it I'm going to prove I can do this like you have to get things that you have to prove to whether those are people or circumstances and so just that that is even a more conscious place too of, no, I just want to own who I am and what I do. I don't want to be proving that. I just want to own it. What about, I've heard this before. Um, I want to prove to myself. I I mean, I, I don't want to prove to myself. I, I I want to believe in myself. Yeah. I think think it's it's a whole other powerful to, Yeah. It is. I know. I know I'm opening (laughs) can of worms. But just quickly on that is like just even restructuring how you're viewing that instead of proving to yourself, it's more about 
I want to be who I am. I want to yes. know who I am. I want to be myself. I don't, because proving has everything to do with external and, and just like we were saying, nothing comes from there. Um, no, nothing full or true. It's all, it has to yeah. be connected to something inside. Um, and go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, when well, you're just, proving, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> um, I was just going to wrap it up and kind of bring it back to how, so Cass and I were talking about how you have this lens and you, you're experiencing reality based on what you believe. And just for our topic today, a big way that gets in the way of your manifesting is when you are more focused on another person's bubble or another person's yeah. lens more than you are yours. So it's a great way to just think about this concept of of lenses and being becoming more aware of them, understanding we can only ever come from our own lens. And if you're trying to, if you're getting your nose in somebody else's lens, pull it out. It's none of your business <laughs> and you only have to do yours. And the cool thing is, is their if if their perception or their comments to you are are touching your lens like giving you some sort of reaction it's for you like there's something within you to move your journey forward or help you expand but it has nothing to do with them at all it doesn't have to do with them it's it's to do with you and that's how you remain and practice being that conscious deliberate creator yeah, and just because we got to wrap this up, but um, so even, and it's okay if you're like, no, I love walking. Like if you say that and there's nothing that follows or proving, like that's okay. You're just reiterating to yourself. Just because you said that doesn't mean they were touching your, your bubble with their thoughts and beliefs. Right. It just means you're reminding and you can yourself. Yeah. You're owning. So yeah, using that example with Lisa, she can, she just happily says like, I love walking period, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. nothing, there's no need to go any, but it, it is, it's powerful to own that within yourself, whatever it is. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, I feel like we need to extend to a, what happens when you're trying to prove to yourself topic. I agree. We'll save that for, we'll save that for another one. Have a great week guys. Bye. Go be awesome. Thank you for joining us on the Manifest It Now show, where you learn how to leverage the law of attraction to manifest your dreams. Now that you're inspired, share the love and review us on iTunes. While you're there, remember to subscribe.